Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Capitalist Investor. As always, you got me, your boy Diamond Hands D, and we got Tony, and we got Luke. What's up, guys? We got the three amigos back. Back. Absolutely. <laughs> don't don't break up the band, man. <laughs> Let's go. A couple week hiatus, but we're guys, all back together. Uh, do you guys sing? You guys good singers? I'm all right. I'm about the band. I, I, was, I was in, uh, sounds weird, but I was in choir. It <laughs> doesn't sound weird. You're allowed in, to be in choir. I was like in a, like a, a singing boy band and or thing in, in high school. Boys? No, no. It's like a choir group. I don't know. It's a just weird. barbershop quartet. Some, yeah, something basically. <laughs> that's kind of what it turned into. That's awesome. Love the it. Big big crooner chicks, Tony. Chicks we never even knew. It. I'm telling you, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, chicks <laughs> digged it. Well, talking about bands, we haven't been rocking and rolling too much in the market recently. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were, but now we're not. So I, you know, like all right. So I think what's going on in the market right now is obviously the last week we felt a lot of pain. But prior to that, the last month has been great. So uh, on the macro, I mean, we still got high inflation. CPI is coming out next week, and it's still going to be 8%. Whether it ticks up or down a tenth of a percent, I don't think it matters. It's still 8%. <laughs> so at just crushing the consumer, it's just squeezing, right? I guess if you look at the fundamental sides from earnings season, uh, the margins have been compressed uh, quite a bit from a lot of companies and it's all on the cost side. So materials and labor. And I even saw a clip that the Warner brothers is uh, they can't release more than two more movies this year because of their financial position. That's just one thing they can't, you know, they would, when people can't produce that, like we're not going to go see new movies. Right. Yep. And then there's less money to go around in, in the economic cycle, I guess. And then when we take a look at technicals uh, between mid June and mid uh, August, we were up 19%. And I like what our one equity guy said. Once we hit the 200-day moving average of the S&P 500, we were stuffed. The Kimbe Matumbo. No, no, no. And, <laughs> and, and, we, and from there, we went down another 10%. So that's where we're at. And, and this is a, ba- a basic characteristic of a bear market. Could we be oversold? Sure. But we're in a bear market. So, you know, tread lightly. So are we going to retest lows, guys? Yes. I think so. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're, we talked about it a little bit uh, last week, I believe. It's just the the bad news is good news and the good news is bad yes, news. Exactly. The, Nate hates when I say that. Our, our equity <laughs> guy's like, he's like, I hate when you say that because good news is bad news and bad news is bad news. He's like, it's not good news anymore. <laughs> well, well the, that's the, not, not a bad point. Actually. The, 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 the beige book came out this week right. and, and bad news saying that there's soft demand and, and, um, moderate price growth was bad news, which made the market rally. Right. So that the Fed, hopefully, they're hoping like, God, I hope he stops tightening. Yeah. Right. That that's what it comes down to. So bad news is good news for interest rates, right. and interest rates are directly <laughs> tied to the ups and downs of the market. But this goes back to like oh eight oh nine. If you look back to then to now. The market has gone no, no, nowhere but up, basically, right? And yeah. the economy was fueled by debt. When cost of borrowing is 0%, basically, yep. the companies will borrow debt, invest in new areas, new growth areas, hire more employees. Uh, pers- you know, uh, you know, individuals will buy up more – take out mortgages at lower rates, will buy up personal private property. Like this economy was fueled by debt. We've gotten used to the psychology. I talked about this yesterday on uh, the Money Show virtual conference. I The economy was fueled by so much debt and the psychology of the consumer has changed. Like I think permanently 
has changed, at least for the foreseeable future, to where we kind of expect bailouts. We expect yeah. the government to come in, print more money. We expect the Fed to lower rates when things go to shit. Like, that's what investors are expecting now. And we aren't used to an environment to where we don't get bailed out. Yeah, there's and, no and consequence we, for overspending. We <laughs> yeah, can't exactly get right. bailed out when the Fed's pinned against the wall. We have 10% inflation. We're at basically 0% rates. We have to. We have no choice but to hike rates. We have no choice but to offload the balance sheet. And I, I think a lot of people are in for a reawakening, thinking that the Fed's <clears> going to pivot, the Fed's going to pause. No. And it's, we, another thing is we've never traded this much on the Federal Federal Reserve. We're so based on what the Federal Reserve is going to do next. Like, this has never happened before in history. And just shows you how involved, you know, the government is, because the Federal Reserve is part of the government, how involved the government is in the system now. Yeah. It, it, it's it's really alarming, honestly. To 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 watch what what's happened, but that's that that's perfectly said. That that's exactly right, um, and and you can tell the psychology of people has shifted in the last two three years. Uh, you can just tell, and that's why I think we are going to retest lows. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to retest lows, maybe even go a little bit lower, because I think a lot of people are itching to buy the dip, and they've a lot of people bought the dip, right. and I think a lot of people we're going to see a slow trickle down, a slow uh, capitulation per se in the market to where people that bought it now. Are going to get a little nervous, and they're mm-hmm. going to sell their position. If you want to buy a little bit lower, get a little nervous, sell their position. Like it's going to be a constant slow grind down until we retest the lows. Yep, yep. I agree. We got to get, we have to get through all all of this bad stuff out there. We have to get interest rates normalized. We have to get inflation down. We have to get the energy crisis under control. These are all things that need to happen before we're going to see a significant. Well, yeah, I mean, inter- interest rates are not coming down; they're plateauing. <laughs> yep. They're not going up, but they're not going down. They're, they're, it's at a plateau right now, and, and the squeeze needs to continue from the Fed. That's that simple, yep. in my opinion. So, I cool. go ahead with that transition. Well, I that's can a tell perfect, that's a perfect transition. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about the energy <laughs> crisis. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the whole Europe situation. That you know, it should be on the front page of every newspaper. What's happening over there? I don't think people realize how crazy it is. When your electric bill is six hundred bucks a month, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, yep. they said the euro is going up like two hundred and two hundred fifty percent. Yeah, that's insane. Like, I mean, if you were one, if you were paying one fifty a month for any energy, you're paying like four hundred now. That's, yeah, that's insane. I think it's just scary. The euro, the the eurozone is very. Europe is very in a very tough spot. You know, from things that I've read and seen and things like that, they're very reliant on natural gas. And they don't have any alternative energy sources to really fuel their houses and economy. <laughs> like, like it's that simple. <laughs> yep. They don't, and they're so behind the curve, yet they're getting shut. They're getting canceled by Russia because they're <laughs> saying stop this war. Like, it's a double edged sword for them. Like, they're in a, they're in a hurt box and then i heard some talking head on tv saying oh yeah no we we can set you know we can set up our natural gas to you know get get natural gas set up it's just going to take a few years like (laughs) (laughs) like, yeah you know like hey we can do it cool but like what about right now like they could be a cold like figuratively a a, literally and figuratively a cold winter for we don't live in a u.s economy we live in a global economy and what happens over in Europe happens over in or affects us over here in the U.S. Look at California. Yeah, well, they're on like level three emergency. Like they're only allowed to turn on their lights certain like times of the day. Like that's it's just starting. I think over here. 
Yeah. And I think there's going to be a bigger impact that we don't really know about yet. And it's going to impact earnings. It's going to impact, impact – you talked about margins earlier. It's going to impact input prices for uh, stocks. It's, I mean, that's, that's another reason why the Fed – is going to have to hike aggressively because they, they, things are going to get worse. Yeah, like, exactly. For prices. For I mean, we, we can be self-reliant on energy. We are just deciding not to be. <laughs> uh, our, our, our government is deciding not to be. And, and that's a big, you know, this push to EVs is, is like, it needs to happen tomorrow it is not realistic in my opinion. And but we can see that in California. Well, you know, I've seen the memes where you, you got a, a gas powered generator you know, powering their car so they can drive to work. <laughs> you you got you got the coal miners pushing the EV mm-hmm. car right right in front of a coal plant. <laughs> uh, it's just like it's it's bananas to me. You know, I just can't wrap my head around it. I'm cool with the transition. Just don't expect it tomorrow or next yeah, week or plan. next month. Let like, it happen naturally. If you right. got to pay the middle class America to buy an electric vehicle through seventy five hundred dollar tax credits, that in itself should be a red flag and everybody's ears should go up that EVs and the technology isn't where it needs to be to make it mainstream. Like yeah. that, that's that in itself. Well, and and we passed a, a bill, the the infrastructure bill. Remember that guy? Yeah. That almost doesn't affect our infrastructure because infrastructure to me is the power grid. Like massive amounts of money need to be pumped into our our bones of our comp our country you know yeah, like absolutely. gas water sewer things like that power plants we haven't done any of that for years well it's interesting you see uh the biden administration and, and democrats they come out saying that you know they're trying to put price uh you know tops on oil prices and they're trying to get come at these oil companies for making profit finally after coming out of this recession it's funny when we need energy when you know we saw that they try to put price you know uh, tops on on oil like six months nine months ago before we were in this energy crisis now that we're in this energy crisis they're like please just pump as much oil as possible <laughs> yeah. it's funny how hypocritical they are yeah well i mean opec's meeting next week that should be an interesting conversation because i know the the saudis and that they they want hundred dollar barrel oils that's mm-hmm. when they make big bucks right and when we shut off the spigot here in the united states they can dictate where the barrel uh, you know, uh, the price of a barrel of oil goes, right? Yeah. So we put ourselves in this position. We did. <laughs> By allowing ESG investing and allowing this huge push uh, for renewable energy come too soon, not when the technology is ready for it. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and then you, it kind of ties in also some of the other things is like the chips. You know, I, I know that's something that we we um been talking about over the last several weeks or in, in just several years is that how far behind and how reliant the U.S. is on like chip making, you know, and it, and it really we're trying, you know, we have the the chip bill. Right. Uh, but that's, again, years away from yeah. being implemented. So we're at the mercy of whoever's creating them. And it's not here. It's everywhere else mm-hmm. in Taiwan, China, wherever it may be. But yeah, the, like that is a very positive thing for the United States. It's going to help relieve supply chain issues. Let's be more self reliant. Uh, it's going to create jobs and bring them bring them home, yeah. right? And yeah. and create jobs. That that's something we haven't done in years and years and years, decades, because it's just been a mess, right? And uh, the next lockdown is going to affect the supply chain again. Because we're just self reliant on everyone else. What? There's gonna be another lockdown. Oh, no, I, you don't. You don't know. I don't. Know. You don't, we don't know. <laughs> I mean, like this one came. You know, the COVID came out of kind of nowhere. 
right? What and if you a climate crisis lockdown. That's what people are talking about now. Climate crisis. What, yeah, I don't know. what the heck does that people, mean? I, people are saying that the it's world's too hot, too cold to, outside. I can't leave just, my house. Yeah. <laughs> That's what people are saying. <laughs> anyway, but you're right. I mean, Taiwan. but geopolitical risk. We get in a fight with Russia and China, you know. And I mean, I, heck, when's the last time you even heard about North Korea? What have they been doing lately? <clears throat> Before they were on the news like every week, I haven't heard a boo. We, we didn't have anything to talk about back then. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what I actually actually concluded to. I'm like, we we haven't we didn't have anything to talk about. No, <laughs> so now we do, and now they're they're far, they're not even on the stove anymore. No, I can't no. even say they're back burner. They're not even on the stove. Nope. So, People don't even know they exist anymore at this point. <laughs> right. But anyway, okay. And then transitioning to our favorite topics of the day the the cancellation <laughs> what so, is it this week tony what's canceled so you, you hot and ready like you, you have yeah I, I don't know how hot and ready i am about this one but jason aldean got dropped by his pr firm because of his wife's uh transphobic comments so uh reading reading into this uh jason aldean great country singer his uh pr firm dropped him and you know they're the uh, the pr firm also you know uh, takes care of like Dirks Bentley, Rascal Flatts, uh, Thomas Rhett, uh, Brett Young. So some really, really big names in the country, you know, you know, Lady the, 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 A, Lady A. Oh, yeah, <laughs> she right. has to change her name. Yeah, to change her name. <laughs> but uh, so reading into this. OK, so what did she say? And And basically what she said on Instagram was like, I want to thank my parents for like letting me go through my tomboy period of my life. And and not letting me like do a transgender change or something along them lines or, you know, and I'm like, uh, I don't know, like, <laughs> is is that enough to get canceled to make that comment? Because that's a personal you, opinion. Anything you can get canceled <laughs> for now. I, I know. I know. But, but that so, being said, like, I, I can understand why, like, people take it that way. But at the same time, like. My general take is why are parents so involved in the first place, like dictating like I don't care if it's it's on this topic or not. Like if if I wanted to play baseball growing up and I I didn't want to play baseball and my parents were forcing me to play baseball. Like I don't think parent parents should necessarily force at at some point you know down you know at some point in their life be that impactful on their decisions. Like they should kind of let people let their kids find what they they want to do by themselves. Right. Like, I I don't think she meant anything by this. I, I and I I agree. And it, I think it was just more of her personal take on her personal situation. I think parenting 101, and regardless if this was 20 years ago or today, because times have changed, is parents are there to help their children and prevent what I would recall irreversible mistakes. <laughs> um, so you got to like, you know, again, I don't know. It's a, it's a slippery slope. You know, I don't want to tell my kid what to do and what not to do, but you know, uh, a transgender transformation is literally life changing, mm -hmm. body changing. Like that's some serious things. And if children are irrational, <laughs> if children ran the world, we'd be like, you know, there would be nuclear war, <laughs> you yeah. know, like it'd be insane. So they just don't understand. They're not mature enough sometimes to make a, a very life changing direction and not saying that they can't or won't mm -hmm. but I, that's just my opinion 
Hope I don't get canceled. It's just it's just <laughs> annoying that that in today's world, like you you truly have to you don't you don't know who you're going to offend with anything you say, and things are taken out of context, and mm-hmm. that's the thing you really do have to be careful with what you say. Like you know whether or not she meant it or not, like that's that's debatable in itself. But what's not really de- debatable is that today's world, like if you say something and you offend somebody, they can absolutely cancel you, and people are afraid to be associated with somebody that's getting canceled, the PR company dropping like Jason Aldean, like that's. You know, Jason Aldean's going to be fine. Like, mm-hmm. he's going to find another PR company that's going to take him. Like, right. it's not a huge deal in the big scheme of things, right? right? But it's just annoying that, you know, things are this this impactful to business decisions in today's world. Yep. You know, Nike, CEOs of organizations are they're now political. I actually uh, talked to somebody um, I met on LinkedIn, actually, a couple weeks ago. He started a company that tracks donations uh, for uh, companies. And to see if what they're saying is truly unique and truly uh, what they're, they're oh, standing for. Yeah. So what he's found was in, with his software, and he's actually going to be, you know, he's, so he's licensing out the software to ETF companies to build portfolios, things like that. Like, it's interesting what he's doing with it. But that being said, he found that a lot of the companies that are taking stances and making business decisions based on politics aren't actually for that uh, because of their money. They're yeah. spending money in actually the opposite. Yeah, they say something, but their mm-hmm. money flows yeah, in a different direction. Yeah, they might be more liberal comments, but their money's actually flowing right. Or yeah. their money's, they're making right comments, their money's flowing left. Like right. it's, yeah. And that's that's not good because people aren't standing for what they truly believe in. And that's yeah. the world we live in. It's all about the next dollar. It's not about, you know, it's it's trying to resonate with the crowd whether or not you believe in it or not. Yeah. That, that's the thing that, that probably annoys me the most is, you know, people going out and saying stuff just because they have to, not because it's what they actually think. <laughs> you know, that that's that's a slippery slope. <laughs> and, you know, something, you know, this country is, has not stood for historically. Right? I'm going to get canceled. I'm going to get canceled because I tell how it is. I don't, I don't have a filter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's going to get me in trouble one day, but it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, and that just, the, what you just said, it's like, it's what she thinks. Right. You know, and that's one person's opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, and... But I would assume this PR firm was just was looking for an excuse to drop him. Look how much attention he got. Yep. This PR firm is probably making more money than they ever have, or at least getting more attention than they ever mm-hmm. have. They got attention for sure. <laughs> um, but that, that happened with like you know the Dixie Chicks. They had to change their name. They're the Chicks. Like that. I don't know. That happened. That happened. <laughs> that actually. What's wrong with Dixie? I don't know. Like, southern, like it's Southern. Okay. Southern. Like, you know, like the Confederate flag kind of stuff. I, I guess it has an association with Seriously? that. I, I, that, <laughs> that was my interpretation. Mm-hmm. Like once they changed their name and, and I just kind of didn't look. Yeah. I mentioned Lady A. Like I, I don't even know why that happened. Who the hell's Lady A? <laughs> well, it used to be what? Lady Antebellum yeah, or something. Uh, and I'd have bad. to do the research yeah, to find out what know. Antebellum is. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I just yeah. personally just don't know. I never did the research, never yeah. heard it. Didn't cover that in history class in high school. Sorry. I know I Jason know. Aldean getting down low in the country, though. Yeah. <clears throat> he was, he's, he's like, he's good. He's like pop country. It's, yeah. yeah. He rocks it. Yeah. Jeremy in the Hills is where that was our thing to do back in my hometown. Every year, Jamboree in the Hills was the big. Everyone flew in. Oh yeah, Jamboree in yeah, the Hills. Yeah. Um, Did they so still we, do that? No, got canceled. Really? <laughs> no, it just, uh, <laughs> co- co- COVID. It, COVID squashed it. I think yeah, the turnout started to get a little light, and they weren't making as much money. So it's mm. called uh, something else now. I think Blame My Roots Festival, but it's mm. like a quarter of what Jamboree what it used was. to be. I was twelve years old when I went to Jamboree for the first time. Mm. It's nowhere where twelve year old should ever go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So that's what was canceled this year, and the market. Retesting lows is a possibility and probability. Probability. <laughs> what did I say? 
possibility. Oh, probability. Anything's a possibility. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, show ideas, hit us up at info at swpconnect.com, and we'll talk to you next week. The opinions expressed in the podcast are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any investment, legal, financial, or tax strategy. It is only intended to provide education about the financial industry. Please consult a qualified professional about your individual needs.